this uh, little daughter is too anointed. She's too talented. I pray for her. I pray that God would beautify her life and connect her to the Spirit of God. In the name of Jesus. Father, we gather tonight to you. We never want to take this type of gathering to, for granted. Because you said, <clears throat> where two or three are gathered in your name, you are right there. You always watch over your word to perform. And so tonight we pray that your will will be done. Your sons and daughters will be filled with the eternal word of God. Illumination will come. Understanding will flow. And you will perfect all that concerns us until we have become total instruments in your hands in this life. In the name of Jesus. Therefore, Lord, with this clay lips of mine, I ask that you will flow through. Let only that which you have designed for us tonight come to pass in the name of Jesus and don't let your word fall to the ground <clears throat> let it accomplish the reason of your singing it fall to us so that we may be established in the Lord Jesus Christ have we prayed Amen praise the Lord all those online, how I wish you were here with us in person. But God bless you, as was said by our elder Fred, that just discipline yourself and get glued to your set until it is done. But we, those who are here, would also pay attention. Tonight, we are going to be treating something very, very important that each one of us must take note and then allow the Spirit of God to flow with you to the extent that after here, you will be flowing in this precious blessing of the Word of God. I rather would have us study under the subject maintain a good conscience of faith maintain a good conscience conscience of faith and you will notice that if you really understand this I want to tell you before in the presence of God that if you become determined to maintain a good conscience of faith, your life will be such a beautiful life because everything else will be dictated to you by the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. The word conscience 
listen carefully to this, which many, many of the people in our day, believers, have lost their conscience. And I pray that yours have been lost, it will be restored tonight in the name of Jesus. Listen to me, it's very important. The word conscience is this. A sense of right and wrong. The still small voice, the inner voice, the platform for the Holy Spirit to talk with the child of God, either to convict or to instruct him what to do. And this is our heritage and the greatest assets we have as believers. Praise the Lord. Unfortunately for us, many of us have lost the conscience, the voice from within that God so beautifully had given to us that the Holy Spirit of God uses as the channel to help us. Most of us have become too external. And because we are too external, we are losing so much. And so, Tonight, I pray that as understanding comes to us, we will be so determined to maintain a very good conscience of faith, which would help us. You see, when you lose the conscience of faith, or when you use your conscience, before we even talk about faith, what happens is that your dependency is on what you see. You, you don't depend on the greater one who lives in you and get your inspiration from him to be able to do things. And so this thing, I beg you, open your heart and listen to this matter seriously. Now I notice that the hardest thing to do for many believers is to be able to maintain good conscience. The reason is because the influences coming from the worldly system, your flesh, your flesh will tell you, and let me tell you, when I say the flesh, it happens to everybody. The only thing you can do with your flesh is to kill him. Praise the Lord. If you don't kill your flesh, you will not have a very good conscience. Your flesh would always be so busy. Listen, there's a lot of base in this thing that if you can help out to bring it under control for me. Now, your flesh would always try to dominate and would dictate to you what you should do. And so when it is like that, your reaction is always based on what you hear, what you feel, what you see. 
But when you have a very good conscience that you listen to carefully, your instructions will be coming from the Lord and will be from the inside. And you know, brethren, I beg you, this is the greatest asset the child of God has. Anything that you have which is external is not, is not proper than what you have inside of you. Praise the Lord. And so we ought to learn to nurture. Many, many years ago, there was this man, most of you know him. And I, I was privileged to have been to his conferences a couple of times. Kenneth Hagen. I remember one particular statement he made that has forever stayed with me. He said, if you keep violating your own conscience, you will not hear the voice of the Holy Ghost. If you keep violating your own conscience, you will never hear the voice of the Holy Ghost because his voice is tender, very soft. So I pray tonight that each one of us will learn to depend that reliable source which is inside of you, your conscience, so you can maintain a good conscience as a true child of God. Hallelujah. Now in First Timothy chapter 8, chapter 1, verse 18 to 20. You let's listen to this. This charge. This charge I commit to you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you may wage the good warfare. Having having faith and a good conscience combination too, having faith and a good conscience, which some have rejected, concerning the faith, have suffered shipwreck. Praise the Lord. Having, of course, of whom Himmanios and Alexandra, whom I delivered to Satan, that they may learn not to blaspheme. Let's do the same in NLT. This charge, my son, here are my instructions for you. My son, here are my instructions for you. Based on the prophetic words spoken about you earlier, may they help you to fight well in the Lord's battle. Cling to your faith in Christ and keep your conscience clear. Hallelujah. For some have deliberately violated their conscience. Now look at that. For some have deliberately violated their conscience. As a result, their faith has been shipwrecked. I pray you would understand this in the name of Jesus. 
help us, Lord, to, to come through with this. You see, in the verse number 18, Timothy has received a prophecy over his life as to the blessing that God had put into his life. And in this blessing that he has received from the Lord, this blessing is the one that will help him to be able to make a good fight. Whether you like it or not, we are in a battle. Praise the Lord. And this battle is not physical. This battle is not with the one that your eye sees. It's a battle that had to do with the schemes of Satan. If only he can get you and trap you to lose your conscience where the Holy Ghost would instruct you, your conscience that will come forth to tell you that, shut up, don't do this. You will give the enemy the chance. When he can only get you, Satan can get you deceived, to lose your conscience, you will lose that battle. So he said, my son Timothy, listen to instructions. You have actually been giving with a blessing, spiritual gift, to help you to make a good warfare. Let's stay there for the time being until we, to help you to make a good warfare. To be able to fight the lost battle. And for you to be able to fight the lost battle and to win. As for God, he has declared that you can be a winner. But you see, even though you have been declared that you will be a winner, it must go by instructions. Praise the Lord. And the instructions is what we are learning tonight. Many believers refuse instructions so they lose the battle. But I pray that tonight you will not refuse the instructions that will help you. Instructions otherwise are your good strategies. Hallelujah. So he was telling Timothy, there's a prophetic word over your life which will help you to be able to have a good warfare and to overcome. Now, one of the first things you need to take note, you fight by faith. And in fighting by faith, you got to maintain good conscience because your instructions will come from the inside to help you to make good warfare. And let me tell you, any child of God who is battling within himself is already defeated. Praise the Lord. You didn't hear me. You can't sleep at night because of what somebody said to you. You are too overwhelmed by something and therefore your mind is run. You see, these things that I'm talking about, nobody else will come and own it and tell you that this is how he is operating. I want to tell you that the Holy Spirit knows it. You are in the house. Somebody said something and you are so raging so high that you decide now to do so many things. I'm going to approach it this way. I'm going to do it. You are somebody who have lost your conscience. Why? Because you see, as soon as evil starts springing forth, your conscience should be able to tell you, stop it! 
you are going wayward. And when you get that defeat inside of you, there is no way you'll be able to get, you'll be able to overcome Satan. That's why he said, my son, there is a prophecy of you and you're going to stand to fight the battles of the Lord. The only way by which you can do it and be successful is that have a very good conscience. Because as I have already explained what a conscience is, it is the place by which the Holy Spirit will convict you. It is the place which the Holy Spirit will show you. So he says, let's go to the 19 now, thank you. Cling to faith. Of course, you know that we overcome by faith. Correct? Cling to faith in Christ. And keep... See? Oh, Father, help us. Cling to faith and keep good conscience. Hallelujah. Your faith alone will not let you overcome except... There is a good conscience. Praise the Lord. You see, he mentioned battled and he told you what will let you overcome. What will let you overcome is your faith and a good conscience. So when a person is already defeated in the inside, he has lost the battle. And I will talk about what makes people get defeated. Having faith, good conscience, which some have rejected. Now, look, watch it. Which some have rejected concerning faith have suffered shipwreck. They've lost their faith in the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh, nobody said hallelujah. I know that sometimes when it is coming very close... It's difficult to respond, but it is the word of the Lord. I don't know how people are weighing things, but I want to tell you that. I don't want to make a shipwreck of my faith. I don't. It won't happen by the grace of God. Don't let evil spring forth from inside of you. Jesus made a statement and said, What goes into you from outside is food. Do we eat or we don't eat? Hello? Hey, today you are not minding me. Do we eat or we don't eat? What goes inside of us, whether it is fried rice, it is salad. Any uh, kinky. They don't matter much. Oh. Good food don't matter much. Listen carefully. What goes inside of a person doesn't make the man. But what comes out of him declares who he is. So Jesus said in Matthew 15, I think, Verse 10 and 11. Watch some of these scriptures because it will help you. As we are talking, maintain 
a good conscience. Listen, what makes a person great is what comes out of him that he does. Today, many believers have lost those spiritual truths because we are too noisy. We are too fleshly. Do you know what really made some of it ah, tall? Not what goes into the mouth defiles a man. But what comes out of the mouth, this defiles a man. Let me, watch, let me tell you, the things that you say to people tells who you are. Tells what sort of make you are. If you eat good food in your house, you will poo-poo it out. Oh, man, can he? And when you poo-poo it out, it poo-poo it, it smells. Good food, poo-pooing out, doesn't smell perfume. It's the same. So let's forget about those things and begin to think deep with he who is me is far greater. What is he telling me? Am I getting instructions from the inside? Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Now, your conscience is the seed where the Holy Ghost will begin to bring matters. Let me make it practical. Hey, this thing that you are thinking about. Do you know that the Holy Ghost can say something like this? This thing that is in your head you are thinking about, it won't help you. Drop it. Some people don't even know that. Our conscience is so seared that once I've been stirred up and I've been tempted, I must give an equal recompense. No. No. Several times I've been chastised. Don't say that. It will not help yourself. Because I don't hate the Holy Ghost. I hate me. Hallelujah. So when Bible said, come back to, this one is for another time. Let's go to this. Yes. Having faith and a good conscience. Listen to this, child of God. When you, when you miss this truth, you will never win any spiritual battle. You will never, no matter who you are. You can only make noise. When you maintain good conscience, the platform for the Holy Spirit, He will speak. He will instruct and you will never go wrong. That is why from the beginning, Paul was saying, my son, listen to instructions. You are going to wage good warfare, but the, your tools are to make sure you have a very good conscience and then have faith. When the two agree, you will win every battle. Praise the Lord. But majority of Christians look at things from the outside. Who did what? Who said that? This is how I'm going to counter-react it. And even when Satan even brings that thought, they are not even careful. 
they don't allow the conscience to tell them that, listen, this is not of God. Drop it. It's not necessary. But we execute it fully. You see, don't wait till it will be too late. Oh, because by all means, you'll make a shipwreck of your faith. That's why he said, which some, of, which some having rejected. You see, when we reject good conscience and faith, it is not written that he has rejected good conscience and faith. It is never written. This is what makes it difficult for the believer. So, the only thing that will help you is that your spirit ought to be so sharp. So that when your conscience is working, you will be alive. And I just, I don't know how to say it. I pray that tonight, God will help us all. Hallelujah. Concerning the faith of shipwreck. And then he mentioned those people. In the same chapter, listen to this. Verse number 5 in the same chapter. Probably 5 to 7. Same chapter. First Timothy, same chapter. Verse 5 to 7. 5 to 7. Ha. Now, the purpose of the commandment is love. Listen to this. From a pure heart. From a good conscience. And from sincere faith. Praise the Lord. The purpose of the word of God, listen to this, is to produce love. And that love can be very effective when it is coming from a pure heart. And a good conscience. And from sincere faith. Continue. From which some, having strayed, they left those things, have turned aside to idle talk. Ha! God was blessing me too much when I was studying. I discovered that when people begin to talk loosely, begin to lie, begin to fight with their tongue, begin to do all kinds of things, they have left good conscience. They have left faith. Therefore, and in fact, you see where we have read and where we came to, you see it seemed to be saying the same thing. You become weak because you have left those critical things that can let you wage good warfare. So brothers, Sisters, tonight there is something good inside of you. See to it that you listen and maintain a good conscience. Amen. So many of us are fighting natural battles. So many of us are reacting to natural issues. Oh, it won't help. And don't think that you are doing it against anybody. You are breaking the tenderness in you. So, from tonight, learn to maintain good conscience and faith. It's as if there are two legs. This is faith. This is good conscience. 
And so they are walking. As soon as one is not operational, you have lost the battle. You see, from which some, having strayed, having neglected it. Can I look at it from the NLT, please? They won't know five. You are in six, please. Let's do five. The purpose of my instructions, uh, of my instruction is that all believers will be filled, will be filled with love. That comes from a pure heart, a clear conscience. NLT talks about clear, and then King James, New King James talks about good. They are all good. Clear conscience and genuine faith. Then he explains in the sixth that, but some people have missed this whole point. They have turned away from these things and spend their time in meaningless discussions. Hallelujah. Tonight, I pray that you will ask God to revive your good conscience together with faith. Praise the Lord. You see, the battle we are involved with, the fight the spiritual battles that we are engaged with is not the way we are looking at it all. Satan wants to make sure that you get bitter. He wants to make sure that you get absolutely uprooted from the inside. So that from the inside where your instructions are supposed to come from through the Holy Spirit to your conscience, you are already defeated. So you are an autopilot. Anything that happens, you also sit down and design how you are going to counterreact it. You have already shipwrecked your faith. That's not how God wants us to operate. So I pray tonight that your conscience will be made alive one more time in Jesus' name. See, when a man's conscience is alive, Listen to this carefully. When a man's conscience is alive, he knows what to do. Nobody tells him. Even if Satan came and put his mouth into his ears and said, this is how I want you to do, from inside will rise up. The good conscience will instruct and the word of faith will come and the two will crush Satan. And so he will live by faith to do what God wants him to do and will not falter to the enemy's instructions. And this is what we actually need. Because it will help us to wage good warfare. In Jesus name. Meaningless discussion. Some people have missed. Ah, may it not happen to any of us. They have missed this point. They have turned away from these things. And spent their time in meaningless discussions. You see, when we lose good conscience, when we lose faith, when they are not working together, brother, sister, let me tell you, you are operating, but you are operating from a different angle. But tonight we will pray to God. Say a big amen. amen. Hebrews chapter 13, verse number 18. That's the reason why I said, 
we are going to pray about this. Would you like to read a scripture for me, please? One, two. No, 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 no. One, two. Pray for us. For we are confident that we have a good conscience. In all things desiring to live. Maybe you haven't understood the scripture. Ellie, let's do it also from the NLT. Let me see what is there. I didn't look at that, but I want to pray for us. For our conscience is clear. We want to live honorably in everything we do. Thor, listen to this. You see, I pray that God will help us to understand these things. Hallelujah. If a person, a child of God, wants to live in an honorable manner, in a manner that his life will be very attractive to people, two things he ought to think about. Clear or good conscience. Now, did you see what he said? Pray for us. Pray for us. Pray for me for what? I want to live honorably. And so I need a good conscience and a clear conscience so that in everything that I do, I may do it right. Hallelujah. So I want to say to us, brethren, if this race we are running is going to be very high and attractive to many people, And people are going to look at you and look at you upside down, up and down, sideways. What type of person is this? Because of your honorable life, what would have sparked it would have been your good conscience. Hallelujah. As soon as you lose your good conscience. So this will be our prayer tonight. I don't think I'll be able to finish this matter, but wherever we get to, you will stand. Please remember when I say we should pray, you say to the Lord, Paul said, pray for us. But Lord, I am praying for me now that I want to live in a good conscience. I want to live in an honorable way. The way that everybody will see me, they will know that this man, he comes from heaven. He's really a child of God. The way he does his things. Do you know that Jesus lived honorably? Hallelujah. To live honorably means to live a life free from sin. To live honorably means to live a life that is very challenging. For he walked on this earth yet without sin. That is an honorable way of living. And honestly, whether we like it or not. This is how God wants us to live. Praise the Lord. So our conscience plays a very mighty role. If we don't have a conscience to tell us what you are doing is not correct, we have lost it. There are some of us, it looks as if nothing pricks us, nothing pulls us back. Whenever we are on a journey to execute anything, 
There is no turning back until it is done. If you are like that, you are not a true child of God. You have lost your conscience. You have made a shipwreck of your faith. So we must pray for it tonight. Lord, restore my good conscience. Restore my clear conscience. So that together with the word of faith, I'll be able to operate honorably. That my life can now show to everybody that indeed you are at work in me both to will and to do of your good pleasure. Praise the Lord. It requires prayer. It requires prayer. Pray for us. For our conscience is clear. Our conscience is clear. And we want to live honorably. We don't want to live like a this, like a that. We don't want that. We want a sincere way to show to everybody that we are no longer who we used to be. We are a people that Christ is at work in us and we are doing it. So pray for us. And the only thing that can help any of us, including us all, is when we have clear or good conscience. Hallelujah. Pray for us. You can even be praying inside of you, brother. I need it. You need it. A good conscience. Very, very good conscience. Because if we lose good conscience, we'll be finished. Try and make it so that we can pray because we need this. Having a good conscience to do a thing, even when people defame you, even when people are of contrary view, when your conscience is good, it doesn't bother you. When people even speak evil about you, it doesn't bother you. Because you know your conscience is clear. All your steps are good. Not based on your selfish fleshly life. Based on the inside. Based on the new man. Based on what God is doing. So when people even misunderstand you, and they are really speaking evil of you, it does not affect you because you are maintaining a good conscience. Let's have a look at First Peter chapter 3. Sufferings are things that I observe that many believers struggle. We never want to suffer even when it is good. But tonight, listen to this. First Peter chapter 3 verse 15. Then we'll come down to the 18. But sanctify the Lord God in your heart. Once again, listen, listen to what he says. Sanctify the Lord God. Where do we sanctify the Lord God? Not in the church. Because when we come to the church, we can sing holy songs, true or false. Oh, you are not minding me at all. When we are in the church, we are on the holy ground. 
But I wish that God looks at you and I only when we are in the church. It's not like that. God looks at us from, you see, the Bible says, as for man, he looks at the outward. But as for God, he looks in the inside. So when Bible said, sanctify the Lord God in your heart. And always be ready to give a good defense to everyone who asks you the reason of your faith that is in you with meekness and fear. You see, once again, the thing is playing a very, you, 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 you are full of God, you are full, your conscience are clear, your conscience are good, and so your steps that you are taking are so fantastic that everybody is now becoming attractive. There's something about this, you know. I don't walk in the, set, in the secular world, so I don't get a testimony anymore. I don't know about the church now, but let me tell you, by the grace of God, in my KLM days, several times, I receive reports where people will go and ask other people, who is this man? Who is this man? Of course, there were also other, when I didn't know, but I did a lot of foolish things. I remember one time I said something... <clears throat> About somebody, and then one sister, Judith, I remember very well. In fact, that was a very good thing. And then she said, oh, Uncle D, you, you're a pastor, but sometimes you talk rubbish. When that woman said that, I will tell you what had happened. As soon as she said that the spirit of the Lord came so strong. And I saw my nakedness. So I walked to my office quietly. I wept like a baby. And I said, Lord, is this the testimony that I'm bearing here? Please forgive me. And you see, God borrowed her mouth to say, you, you're a pastor. But sometimes you talk rubbish. Oh, the thing finished me. And I prayed and cried. But you know something that it did to me? It healed me from the lot of nonsense. From that time, I began to be very careful. Because then I said, people are watching you. You're a pastor. That's what she said. So now I started allowing my conscience to operate. So even if people provoked me, ha! I would say, Lord, what would you want me to say? Before I spoke. And it was such a big blessing. Praise the Lord. So now listen, for those of us who are on our jobs and people don't know that really you are a child of God, it means that your conscience is getting off. You must combine your conscience with your faith. Are you listening to me? Are you really understanding? So the Bible says that sanctify the Lord God in your heart. Not one time. Not when we are in church, but always be ready to give defense to everyone who asks you reason for the hope that is in you with meekness. Why will they ask you the hope is in you, the hope which is in you? It's because they have seen your clear conscience that everything that you do, you do it transparently, not without anything. Okay. With meekness and fear. Next scripture. Having a good conscience that when men, sorry, 
having a good conscience that when they defame you, in other words, speak evil of you, when they defame you as an evil, they misrepresent your goodness even as evil, which these days is happening. When you even have a good attitude towards something and you are judged for wrong, it doesn't matter. Don't be discouraged. Praise the Lord. Defame you as evil doer. Those who revile your good conduct in Christ may be ashamed. May it not be like my first one. When I was judged, butu, 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 butu. thank God that it, it happened to me. It really helped me. Brother, you know something? May I tell you, when the Lord loves you, he will let people say such things to you. Especially when, when your conscience is going, he will let people rebuke you. But when they start rebuking you, and even in the rebuke you don't hear, you charge out, then you must know that shipwreck has already occurred. And may that never happen. Praise the Lord. I hope everybody is understanding this in the name of Jesus. Listen, when people begin to point at you, when people begin to tell you that, sister, brother, Watch it all. Please watch it. Don't take it for granted. If God doesn't love you, he will not let them single it out and tell you. Having a good conscience that they defame you as evildoer, those who revile your conduct in Christ may be ashamed. Verse 17. For it is better if it is still the will of God. To suffer for doing good than than for doing evil. Listen, brethren. Let's live in such a way that our conscience are working. And we are doing things that are right. And even if people come and condemn you for doing what is right. You have a greater blessing than if you were to do otherwise to be judged. Hallelujah. And these things would only be possible when you become conscious of. Of maintaining good conscience with faith. Praise the Lord. Verse 18, the last one. For Christ also suffered once. You see, Christ who never sinned, he also suffered. They defamed him, not because of the evil that he did. It's because he lived right. So even those of us who are living right, may I announce it to you that Your suffering is waiting for you at the gate. But that should not move you. For Christ also suffered once for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive by the Spirit. May we die to the flesh and be made alive in the Spirit in the name of Jesus. May we walk according to the spirit and not of the flesh. May we walk according to the good conscience of our hearts, after of the purity of our hearts. May we walk honorably. May we, may we become so sensitive that God will point it out that, son, this thing that you want to do, don't do it. Child of God, this thing that you want to do, don't do it. Let it spring forth from a clear conscience. Now, when you keep, I will tell you, I've been there before. When you keep violating your conscience, one, two, three, continuously, you get to the point you lose. 
instructions. And that is what is called your conscience. Your conscience, your conscience is seared with hot iron. So you don't know good from evil. As soon as the idea comes, it is for implementation. And none of us ought to do that. Conscience must start working tonight. Our conscience must start working tonight. Do you know that the Bible says that if you judge yourself, nobody will judge you? Do you know that? It comes from the conscience. And in fact, when we judge ourselves, God is greater than us. So as soon as we feel so guilty, he said, yes, I know, son, only repent and then bounce back. So brethren, those of us, or if we never knew that our conscience must work, I want to plead that we plead with God that it starts working. We quickly now will go back to Hebrews and stand to pray for a few minutes. Hebrews 13, 18. I want us to pray on it. Pray for us. Pray for yourself. We have, a, we have confidence that we have a good conscience. Every one of us, let me tell you, you have a good conscience. Maybe you have allowed things to cover it up. Pray that it will, all the coverings will be removed. So that you will begin to have very good conscience. And I failure to have a good conscience simply means you will not be hearing the Spirit of God clearly. Simply means you will not be able to walk honorably. Simply means you will react in the flesh rather than reacting in the Spirit. Simply means that when you are put under pressure, you change your stand because your conscience is not working. Can we stand for prayer? Please pray for us. For we have confidence that we have good conscience. Thank God for that. I know that you, you, are, you are confident that you have good conscience. In all things desiring to live honorably. Tell the Lord, I, Lord, I really want to live honorably. I really, really. Listen, brother. God will never Make, any, make concession for some people. He will never do it. It is the same standard for all of us. For the pastor, for the elder, for the bishop, for the church member, it is the same standard that we may live honorably. Would you please join us in prayer? Let's all cry to God. Lord, my heart desire is to live honorably. Honorably. Lord, honestly, that's how I really want to live. Therefore, Lord, I pray to you that you will restore this good conscience. You will restore this clear conscience. It is the platform upon which the Holy Spirit will speak to you, will point things out to you. It is the platform that will bring convictions. It is the platform that will bring, you see, the Bible says that if you judge yourself, nobody will judge you. Brother, probably for some long time now, there is no indication the Holy Spirit is not whipping you into line. Even he speaks and you don't hear. He says, son, don't do it. And it doesn't even register. We are praying that everything that is covering our good conscience, so we will walk honorably, will be removed. Oh, would you pray, will you pray to God, Lord? Father, if I have lost my conscience, 
my good conscience. If I'm about losing it, Father, whatever be the state, I plead with you. This should be your prayer, that you will restore it to me. Oh, my Father. Brethren, let me tell you something. Charismatic people don't like such teachings. Because we believe that we have all the answers. Let me tell you, there is an instructor inside of us. He will tell us what is good. He will instruct us what is good. But we have gotten to the point where we have become champions of our lives. We don't allow him to continue to lead us. Bible said, as many as are led by the Spirit of the Lord, they are the sons of God. It's coming from a pure conscience. It's coming from a good and clear conscience. Would you pray that there will be a restoration of a good conscience? Would you pray that you will walk honorably? Honorably walk only can happen when your conscience is so clear. I beg the Lord for this for my life. Would you beg the Lord, Nakataka Baragadanga? Lord, I plead with you. Ah, I have seen how important it is, even to walk, oh God, with clear conscience, oh God. With, with, with good conscience tonight I plead oh God this thing that you have put inside of me that the enemy has deceived me even trying to cover it up Lord tonight I plead with you remove every covering oh God because I want to walk honorably therefore restore good conscience oh God to my life oh God brother let me tell you something maybe you are a child of God but people fear you they can't even be truthful to you because they have seen that you will not judge the matter according to clear conscience so they will not even attempt would you pray would you pray that, Lord, this is not a good picture? Thank God for what the Lord did to me many years ago. The sister's mouth was borrowed and he was, she shut it through like two-edged sword. When she said to me, sometimes you talk rubbish, oh, but you're a pastor. Oh, oh, the Lord carried the matter to my heart. And I knew that I was losing my, two, my conscience. And I prayed. Would you please pray? I beg you. This thing is so important that it will help and make your calling and election sure. We want to live honorably. We want to live honorably. Therefore, pray for, let's pray for one another. That Lord help all the brothers and sisters who want to live honorably. But somehow, oh God, the enemy is fighting their conscience. And their conscience are almost off. Oh, restore it in the name of Jesus. We plead for everyone tonight. Rikazanta stagadinge. Lena nurudu sokotori babaya. Hey, haluru mutabagazinderia. Some of us can sit down, can lie down on bed, and think about how we can orchestrate and destroy. Oh, in the name of Jesus, Lord, dismantle this. This is not befitting of saints. Oh, we plead in the name of Jesus. Restore good conscience, oh God, within our hearts, within ourselves, in the name of Jesus. When you get bitter, let me tell you, you destroy your conscience. You destroy your good conscience. Plead with the Lord never to get into the spirit of bitterness. 
Bokumbukataria Baduria Interebebe. We want to walk honorably, Father. We want to walk honorably because our conscience is good because you are the one who sanctified it. Tonight we pray that we will live in good conscience and in faith. In Jesus' name, the Bible said, in end in a sincere faith. May this happen to us all in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Don't let the word of God fall down at all. When you 